drop. If you haven't seen <laughs> oh, this yeah, yeah. movie, yeah. go watch it because we think Dylan and I agree that it's best watched yeah. without knowing exactly what, what's going to happen. Exactly yeah. what's no, going to happen. Yeah, but it's worth watching for sure. But it is worth watching yeah. for sure. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been to the past. We've been to the future. Permanent record. Yeah. Permanent record? You know, Ted, <laughs> the best place to be is here. The best time to be is now. And all we can say is, let's run! Oh shit! <laughs> You've done a really good job of not talking over this. I have? Yeah. Specifically? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Alright. Welcome welcome to uh We Do Keanu. <laughs> we do Keanu. We do him. Oh Jesus. We do Keanu. We need we need context for this. Yes. Uh and the context is we will both do Keanu. <laughs> yes, we both will do him. Uh this is a podcast where we're going through all of uh Keanu Reeves filmography in chronological <laughs> order. Uh I'm one half of hosts. I am Brett Battostain. I am the other half of host. I am Dylan Hawes. Right on, man. Right on. <laughs> cool. How are you? I'm really good, man. Cool. I'm really good. I'm so excited about this movie. Me too. <laughs> I am very excited. In, so in the in the sequence of I already said this to you off mic, but in the sequence of these films, this is the one I've been most excited to sit down and talk about. Oh for yeah. Sure. I when last week when we did um What the fuck was it? Uh, the, night the night before, before yeah. yeah. Um I that totally one, everything about that is not even memorable. Not even the, <laughs> well, that one when we were going into it, I was like, oh man, like I don't like have a lot to say about this one. No, because it kind of just like washes over you. It, yeah, it was a um, waste of everything about that movie is a waste for the most part. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was kind of unfortunate. But this week, going into it not knowing much, not and just kind all. of like I, I literally don't remember this movie's existence. No, for which sure. is weird. Well, I am going to make the argument that like people need to revisit this movie. Oh, hundred percent. I I watching this movie, I'm like, how have I not aware of this movie? This is a really good oh, movie. Oh yeah, it, I'm happy <laughs> to say. So the movie is 1988's yeah. Permanent Record. Permanent Record. Coming off of Keanu Reeves, coming off of Flying, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rivers Edge. No, he wasn't. He was only coming off of Rivers Edge. All the rest of these are nothing. Well, no, I was just gonna like <laughs> give the lead up to it just to put sure. it in context okay, of like okay. where we're at. Like okay. com- flying, you know, like very like eighties ripoff of like Flashdance and all those movies. Yeah, oh, River's Edge, very like nihilistic and apathetic and uh kind of like a heightened reality movie, you know? But like River's Edge, yeah. But as like Tucker and Thomas were saying, it kind of like spoke to a certain generation. Yeah. You know? And that definitely is the movie that put him on the map. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And that's it was I, like an indie darling. And that's why this movie I'm certain why he was cast in the basically the lead of this movie, right? Yeah. He is the lead. What am I saying? Basically, he was top. Well, top it's build. weird because as we'll get into, yeah. he's, it, the movie is structured in a way that like, you're only kind of following him tangentially for the first act of the movie. Yeah. The first like 30 minutes or so, which is so 
I, I that love. was that was my only uh, kind of criticism out of the gate of the movie was how not not that approach. I love that approach, but I I wish there was no one else in this movie that is still a star that is a movie star at all i know like no one else in that movie that's i think that's the main reason that this movie is kind of not as didn't didn't stick around in our in our brains like mm-hmm. like river's edge had had crispin glover and dennis hopper and oh, yeah. ioni sky star studded um but up not necessarily but they weren't necessarily stars at the time but, but they, they were kind of like up and comers. they were up and comers no and and i don't even get the impression any of the people in this movie permanent record had that vibe about them, except possibly Cano. And maybe that that isn't even true at the time of him, right? I mean, I don't know. And it well, what's crazy too is that everybody in this movie is okay. Well, her, really okay. quick, just yeah, a quick yeah, yeah. disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I it's hard for me to like talk seriously about movies without feeling like a complete fuck face. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the art direction and the cinematography I, I, and well, blah, blah, blah. And but, me too. But I, but I also feel like it needs to be brought up because I, I also do appreciate that about movies. So yeah. So it's a fine line. I, I want to put that out there just because I am just going <laughs> to, going to unabashedly like gush over a lot of stuff in this movie okay. in like a very douchey way. So I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, also, you're just a plain douche, so <laughs> thank you. It all, it all fits. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> okay. Right on, right on. Uh, but I'm so I feel like actually like uh, before we get into the plot of the movie, I feel like front to back, the <clears throat> cast of this movie is really, really good. Um, I agree on. Well, that was part of what I was about to say. Is I felt like I wish that the main guy that we were following at the beginning i wish they had gone out of their way or if they could have at least i'm sure that someone somewhere wanted to like gotten like robert downey jr or or even someone you know like river Fe- somebody who was up and coming at the time i guess yeah robert downey jr was still up and coming at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. no i guess he got the oscar nod in 88 but, but anyway someone like that at that level because the movie isn't about that guy you think it is so having keanu reeves top bill and then this other guy, not top bill, kind of loads it at the front end that you're like, yeah, this isn't going to be about this guy, even though we're following this guy. So if you're going to do that, put a big star in there or whatever, somebody who you're also recognizing. And then it's more of a like, whoa, what the fuck? He's not. Where did he go? Yeah, it's like <laughs> Drew Barrymore at the beginning of Scream. Uh, sure. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was thinking more of the oh, fuck. I can't remember her name. The woman in, in Psycho. She was. She was. Right. A, oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And now it's sixty years later, and I'm a moron. I can't Kurt, think. Kurt, Kurt Lee, Lee. Oh uh, uh, yeah, Janet Lee. Janet Lee. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. yeah, she was a huge movie star at the time. So to have her suddenly be out within the first right, act, and she's top build. Top. And, yeah. yeah. See, that's why. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. So, and I also didn't think he was superb but for the movie he was great there was only one actress in the movie that i was like oh she just isn't really they should have recast her i, I think they only cast her because she had really nice legs <laughs> honestly that, that woman mg who was his girlfriend oh yeah keanu reeves's girlfriend i was just like this woman's kind of wooden she this was her last movie uh, yeah of course um, it was because she's not a good actress <laughs> she she wasn't great you're right yeah she was just wooden like i, I whatever maybe she just didn't understand but the there was like, t- there was times i thought she was good you're right there were a few times and and i almost i think i'm even taking a note of that of like i feel like keanu's got that thing where he's kind of bringing the best of the people around him in flashes, not always, because it, 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 I this movie I noticed a couple times where I'm like, he is really good when it's just him. Yeah, like playing off of other people, it gets a little, it can be touch and go, but 
just him doing shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. this guy's awesome. And it's like, and it goes back to the night before when he's doing that playing around in the bathroom with the sunglasses and he's just being a goofball <laughs> yeah, yeah, ding yeah, dong. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. I mean, it was like, this kid is throwing himself well, into this. There's a couple times <laughs> in this movie, though, where he it's very clear that he does have acting chops. Oh, you know what I mean? He brought me to tears twice uh, oh, in this movie. Oh yeah. I can't, I can't which wait I to did talk about. not expect. Oh, I did either. not expect the level so, of emotional connection in this movie that I, I, I wound up having. Oh yeah. And so <sighs> when we kind of like read, we kind of read the plot a, yeah. a little bit before, cause we weren't sure like what his what role was it? in yeah. this movie. Oh yeah. yeah so, well, cause we have to decide if we're actually going to watch it or if he's just, a, yeah, uh, which we're not going to have as much of a problem with kind of like down the road. No, cause, cause kind of he's know. the star now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So he's either a, a star or he's like a bit part, yeah. which we'll, we'll know. Yeah. yeah so. Well, he'll be a bit part in a big movie and we'll know. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, we kind of had to decide whether or not we were going to do this or not. Um, this movie, but, so, like, I knew what it was about, uh, in a sense. But I, I guess I did too. I guess I did just a quick look at it, just because I was like, "What? What is this movie?" Because I, I was, I, I went away to visit my grandma, and I consciously didn't watch it on the trip. Oh, even though that would have been the perfect, you know, kill a couple hours in the airport or something. I just, right. I just wasn't. I just like, man, I've never heard of this movie, mm-hmm. you know. And so far, the movies I hadn't heard of, I'm like, nee, they are not <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh man, I don't. All right. And when I texted you the other day, I was like, are we really gonna sit down and talk uh, yeah, this yeah. weekend? And part of me was like, please give me another week to just push this off. <laughs> but that's why I said no. Yeah. I was and, like, but, no, we have to. And watching it, I watched it that night, and I was me like, too. holy shit. Yeah, dude. we watched it at the same time. Did we? Okay, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure if you were watching it right, right around then. the same time. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one of these days, maybe we'll watch it together. <laughs> maybe. Um, I, so really quick, um, she was maybe going to come in today if we could find somebody to watch, watch the kids, but oh. we couldn't. So she's at home. But Ashley watched this movie knowing nothing about it going in. Oh. Which I think is the oh, way would be to watch it. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. Because well, as yeah, I was okay. watching it, I knew I knew going in, but uh, what like what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. As far as Me like too, yeah. the David character yeah. killing himself. Yeah, I, well, I was about, about to say, let's do a spoiler alert in case somebody wants to like, whatever. No one's gonna, no one's gonna listen to this who hasn't watched. That I movie. mean, yeah, I think, I think <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, it's a thirty-one-year-old movie. It's on you if you haven't figured it yeah, out. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> I th- if you've listened to any of the other podcasts, of course, other episodes, then you know we're gonna like talk about specifics in the movie. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to say spoiler. I meant I meant let's tell people to pause now and go watch it. But it's fine. Oh, let's do that. Yeah. We'll we'll just I'll let's say it now and we'll tack it in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll put it, I'll like tack it at the beginning. Um, okay. So now that that's out of the way, um, I, fuck, God it's, it's it. a glorified after school special. Honestly, it's kind of a bigger budget. Which is one of the big criticisms that it had when it came out. I, but I'm like two minds with that. Like, yeah, it makes it seem, it makes it seem more sophomoric than it is. That's the problem with describing it that way. Yeah. It's like an after school special, but really, really mm-hmm. well done. Right. And so it's, <laughs> and it's like they, somebody decided, hey, this is better than an after school special. Let's put more financing behind it and mm-hmm. make it an actual film. But it still has that because the messaging is what it is, right? Because it is a messaging about teen suicide and the impact on the the world that's left behind, right? Yeah. It's a permanent record, but, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but it's done in such a, an incredibly nuanced way. Way more than I expected from this movie. Oh, well. I, uh, and I will say, for the time, 
Oh like yeah, for the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, this would be. I mean, obviously, this is handled much more constantly in culture today. I mean, mm-hmm. there was a whole TV show on Netflix recently that I didn't watch, but it was all about the aftermath of suicide. Right? Oh, okay. That, that 13, I, haven't, I haven't seen it. Thirteen reasons why. Yeah. Oh, that's what okay. that shows about. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, and I'm not interested in that, but it was a phenomenon, right? Like right. this is not. So, but at the time, 1988, uh, presumably that's when it was filmed and released, mm-hmm. or at least 87, 88 the whole conversation around suicide and teen suicide was uh, clearly not that upfront. Now I'm, I'm pausing there cause I was in high school mm-hmm. at the same time as these characters. I think they're supposed to be seniors. So they're yeah. a couple years ahead of me, what, what I, but I was in, you know, I, they're my contemporaries. Right. And you're right for the time, like the, the administration, the way they're talking about the suicide, uh, I, I can't remember offhand because I was also just a dumbass, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I just didn't think about stuff like that. And I don't think there was anybody in my grade or in my periphery who wound up committing suicide. So I didn't, it was never thrown in my face. There's well, nothing to ever bring up. One of, There's a few times in this movie where I think it's especially handled well. Uh, there, like there's a few, like it's done, all in all, it's done really well, but yeah. there's a few sh- like really shining moments to me yeah. where I'm like, the extra steps that are like the extra touches that, that I think were taken yeah. to um, convey certain like aspects of suicide and like the way it affects people, yeah. I think was so well done. Yeah, you're right. It was surprisingly well done, especially because at that point you're like, this is just a glorified student or after school special. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then they have the little bit more. So, okay. So let's kind of yeah, just get it. into the plot of it yeah. a little bit. So we, we, we start up. Uh, one of my we notes, meet David, so we meet David, but I also <laughs> want to say really quick too, that I, I watched this movie twice. I watched it once by myself and then once with Ashley. Oh, nice. Um, cause I, I was like, Oh, Ashley, you need to see this movie. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Uh, I just, just trust me that you'll appreciate it. And I think you'll like it. Yeah. Um, and she loved it, but uh, there was a couple things that I just wanted to note really quick. Uh, I the second the first time I started watching it, I took I was taking notes. Yeah, and I had like already a page of notes, bef- like in the first fifteen minutes of the movie. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and then I, was <laughs> I like, tried to pare back my notes because I was taking too many on the last well, movie. Well, so that's what yeah. I did. As yeah. I was like, okay, that's probably enough notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or that was the second time I was watching it. But th- so one thing I do want to note really quick is that Joe Strummer did the soundtrack, which is fucking cool. I don't know who that is. The Clash. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. But he's not the guy who sings. No, because that's Sean Adamson or J.D. Souther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The so- yeah, yeah the, J.D. Souther. The, like the, the song. song that the, ugh, they're clearly Come, trying to get some tie in with. Like, yeah, um, this is gonna be this is gonna be a, a radio. Uh, this is gonna be a radio hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so we start <coughs> at the beginning of the movie. One thing that I I loved is that like I'm a big fan of tracking shots. Uh huh. You know, so uh-huh. like when they're on the bluffs, and I love how. Oh gosh, that's true. That the camera's like kind of like tracking and kind of like going to different students, and you're not really sure. Who I had the you're same, supposed to be following? I had the same thought. I'm like, why are they showing this? Are they partying? What is going on in this scene? And it's kind of just like a before school. It's kind of just like their hangout. I guess so. And so like the just kids will kind of like go there to like before school, but and just kick it. And, and nobody's smoking cigarettes or drinking beer either. They're I, just no. I think they were smoking cigarettes. I and, guess you're right. They and were like smoking. smoking weed and stuff. That's going there would be to go smoke weed. Yeah, right? that's that was my whole thought was, but they weren't being very blatant about it. So I thought, well, in fact, I don't think anybody blatantly smokes weed in this movie. No, they do. 
Uh, when David is like in bed with the, the oh, girl, that's right, right, right. She's right. smoking weed, and they're kind of like passing it back and forth. That's right, that's right. And there's a lot of drinking in the movie. There's a lot of drinking, but it's like weird. Like, I thought for a minute, I was like, oh, they're just drinking sparkling water. <laughs> it's those green bottles oh, with yeah. like the white label on it. Like, yeah, she like Stella. Is that what it is? I think Stella so. Artois? I think. I, well, I think clearly they didn't want to show any real labels. Yeah. It just says light beer. <laughs> But I did appreciate that, that they yeah. were drinking beers and they're hanging out. and uh, Which also, too, that's like so moments in mo- in movies where it's like this, where it's like just teens hanging out together. Yeah. That's what I wanted my like teenage experience to be so badly, which is like a bunch, <laughs> like bunch yeah. of people kind of all hanging out, you know, just like partying and stuff. I was like, ooh, high school is going to be so cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, 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 I guess that is part of it. I'm like, what are they doing? Because I'm like, this nobody like maybe yeah. like two or three of your buddies would do that every right. now and then, but you wouldn't have. There's like thirty kids. Am I mistaken? There was at least four like cars. Whole, I yeah, think it was the entire drama department. <laughs> yeah, what was the deal with that? Yeah, you're right. It did seem like the whole drama department, which was a huge drama department. Yeah, I mean, it was. come on. <laughs> well, it, it seemed like maybe they were in like some sort of like art school or something like that. Okay, you're right, because they never reference it, but it did seem like that production of, what is it, the HMS Pinafore Pinafore was like the thing for the school. You're right. They never really said that. That would make sense. And my school had like a pretty big drama thing going on. They weren't, they weren't central to the school. Right. Right. It just, it's, Um, unless it's an art school, that's just not how that works. But But. we, we, we eventually like start to center, like hone in on, the character David. David, David and, and what's Canis? Chris. Chris. Yeah, David Chris. and Chris. They're best friends. They're best friends. They're in a band together. Yeah. They're kind of like, like David is like clearly like has like a bright future. Ahead yeah. Of he's him. a he's a talented musician. Yeah. Very popular. Everybody. Smart. Everybody loves him. Mm-hmm. And there was the, there was the weird like I, I did notice in that tracking opening shot where David is going walking up to the bluffs to go see MG. Uh, Keanu Reeves' girlfriend, mm-hmm. he passes by uh, the blonde haired girl. The blonde haired girl. And I was like, that was weird. That, like, I know. I didn't notice that until the second time, the second time watching it, which I'm glad I did. Because yeah. it was, uh, that's such a cool moment because yeah. they're like hinting at their. There's something there because he's with his girlfriend. Right. But then there's this, like, hey to mm-hmm. the blonde haired girl. And I was like, that's a weird thing to have called out in clearly an intentional moment of the yeah. tracking, tracking opening shot. Because the whole point of that is to kind of introduce you to all the main players in this movie, right? But to have him going on anyway, I just thought that was right. interesting. Yeah, so, it's it's thought was put into this movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And him and Chris, I I really uh, they so, had a cool relationship. Yeah, Chris, like the lead uh, actor or the actor who plays David is uh, Alan Boyce. He wasn't really in anything ever, but I, I thought he was say, really good. He was he was all right. He was all right. I I. You're right. He was good. He was good, especially because he really he didn't crush it the whole time. No, but but <laughs> the did. purpose of yeah, the purpose of the role is to show that he's troubled, right? And and he did a good job of that because he is, you know, outgoing. He's got everybody likes him. He's oh, got yeah. he's got a bright future. But you can tell, like he, even the way he plays it, he's like not okay in his skin. Like he's always a little yeah. little off. Which oh my god, like. Knowing that I know that he commits, like knowing that he commits suicide later in the movie, yeah. going into it, I was like really struck by how so often, especially like in the 80s and 90s, like a, su- a movie about suicide, there's going to be like 
they're going to be like addicted to like yeah like crack or like heroin or something or like have like a dark CD like something going on yeah but like an over the top secret thing and yeah just like yeah, brooding yeah. in the corner yeah exactly stuff. or like like abusive parents or comes from right. like a broken home but no he has like parents that are like yeah like, super loving and supportive yeah a little brother that he has like a great relationship yeah. with like his brother loves him he loves his brother yeah yeah uh yeah he's got friends he's in a band he got like gets accepted <laughs> to like band. yeah <laughs> he gets accepted to like a good, juilliard did they say juilliard or it was just some special i, I think it was like academy. a juilliard-esque yeah. type like yeah. music like school for the arts type right thing. um but all the stuff going for him and and they and they didn't bang us over the head with the difference in the home life like if anything you would expect Keanu would be right, the kid because his dad's be, gone all the time yeah he's his mom's gone dead or something just no mom around and his dad is never home right and so he's truly on his own mm-hmm. and and he's, he's a burnout like he's a, yeah he's burnout he's he's Ted Theater Logan like yeah. all of these are Ted Theater mm-hmm. Logan build up He's driving like a maniac, right? Like they have yeah. that bizarre sequence of Excursion them driving going down into Chicago. Was it? Chi- I think it was downtown Chicago. No, 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 no. That was L.A. and it was supposed to be. They never really say where they are, but it's clearly oh. filmed in Oregon, right? That's the Oregon oh, coast. Oh, right, 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 right. So that's yeah. got to be Portland they're Portland. driving into. And, but those, to... and those bridges, right? That's Portland. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for some reason, I thought they said Chicago at some point in the film, and I think I. I think on. you're right, but, but it's definitely you're right. It, I mean, they're mm-hmm. on a coast; it's not Chicago. <laughs> well, There's no bluffs in it, Chicago. The stupid thing about me saying it's Chicago is yesterday when Ashley and I were watching it, she was like, "Where is this taking place?" And I was like, "I think it's like the Oregon coast or Washington." Yeah. But <laughs> today, I'm like, "No, it was Chicago." <laughs> <laughs> well, but and I, I thought maybe San Francisco. I thought maybe they filmed some of it in San Francisco. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Like they're. The city shots were, they don't feel like Portland to me. They feel like too big of a right. city. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like they did the city, because they said thanks to Los Angeles, too. So I think they filmed some of that in LA. Right. But he's but driving go, like a fucking maniac. Yeah, and they go right? into like, the city to go to like a recording studio to see Lou, Lou Reed. Reed. Lou Reed recording, which was a bizarre, like, weird cameo. It's a said. strange cameo. And then they say that their band is going to be better than Lou Reed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I, which is funny because I, I I like that because it is like the arrogance of like a teenager you know being yeah, like yeah I'm gonna sure. be better than Lou fucking Reed. You well, know? it was curious that there wasn't more Lou Reed music in the movie. Like to have an actual. Well, it would have been weird if it was Joe Strummer, you know, because then it's like, well, Joe Strummer did the music and also he's in it. Is well, it- but but that's not peculiar that's part of why you bring um a music well maybe joe strummer was like hey lou (laughs) can you just be in this movie for me i i it was it was a strange choice Um, because they're because the music that their band makes is nothing like the violent femmes it's just no lou reads uh velvet underground i'm sorry velvet you're right i'm i'm a dipshit but But it's it's kind of like uh it's kind of like cheesy 80s commercial music dude like music for commercials yeah, but it's not like it's kind of like the cars. Like that, it's kind uh, no, of like, bro, dude. You need to go back and listen to more cars. That music that they're producing was like a jingle for no. For I was gonna a say crummy no, commercial. No, I was gonna say. Well, dude, how many times do you think the cars have been in commercials? Just what I needed. That's in like every commercial ever. Yeah, but that was but that what, started in the 2000s. No, but what back I'm in saying, the 80s, that wasn't saying, happening. What I'm saying is that it's like the like low rent version of that, where I it's gotcha, like kind I of gotcha. like the very hooky pop rock type yeah, yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the cars were doing that intentionally. Like they. Yeah. 
they were leaning into that for oh, sure. Oh yeah. It, uh, all I'm saying is it's not anywhere near that level. It's like, not, but it's not like Lou Reed. No, and it's not like Joe Strummer. Not at all. That's, that's I'm agreeing. Like yeah, it's yeah, weird yeah. to have them be like, we're gonna someday we're gonna be better than them. Like not with this you're not <laughs> yeah. unless you're planning to sell, sell Charmin. But it, it is like a nice like intro into their relationship. <laughs> yeah, because they do that. In lieu of going to school that morning, yeah, right? they, I didn't they catch skip on a that. Period. They, yeah, and then they know? show up. They go straight from that into school, and they're. I was like, oh, this isn't a Saturday. <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah. like eight a.m. on a Tuesday or something. Right. Yeah, and but okay. So <laughs> and why is Lou Reed recording that early? He's not gonna be recording that early. <laughs> well, at that point, he was old. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get down to the studio by seven. <laughs> he was like, I get up at seven. I get up at six, eat my oatmeal, <laughs> and then you know, oh my go God. record Satellite of ridiculous. Love. <laughs> uh, so but, okay, okay. So then we're in. We they get to school, and we're uh, well. I like their relationship before yeah. we get. They get to yeah, school. Yeah, I yeah. like their relationship, and the dialogue isn't like particularly cringy. No, it's not. You're right. It's 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 written close to how people actually talk yeah yeah, yeah. especially they, they, they kind of hassle each other yeah and like you know he's driving like a fucking lunatic that i was just like nobody drives like this like the, no right. nobody outside of a movie has ever driven like this like <laughs> you never he's driving like the the dukes of hazard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just to go down to, to this it wasn't like they're doing anything special they're just driving to go and it's clearly to just break in. They know Lou Reed's recording, so they're just going to break in right. and look at him. Right? Yeah, yeah. And they're going to drive suicidally on the way down there. And the Because Dave, like, David's having trouble getting inspiration for the song that they're writing. Oh, is that what it is? And so it's to see Lou Reed. And yeah. Chris him. is like, let me some inspiration for you. Which is, I mean, it's a weird little excursion. But I do like kind of like... The, the way yeah, they talk yeah, to each yeah, other, yeah. the way they're hanging out, it's, it's fun. and it's fine. It's a yeah. silly thing to do, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. and and it's all just a setup to show like their dynamic that Chris that right. they have like a, a thick, r- robust life together. Yeah, and they're friends. A thick, I don't know you know, thick. They, it's a thick life. And they, like they hang out a lot. Yeah. They've got stuff in the works, and they have like, a special bond, right? Yeah. Like they're part of a band, but the two of them are like the, the key players, right? Together. And they're different, but they like understand each other. Yeah, you know, and they like yeah. understand like. Dave, they kind of both accept each other for who they are, yeah. you know, yeah. and they, no, they do good. a good job of conveying that. You're right. They do. They do. Um, and then, and it's school. David's also like that, that performance, what is it called? The, the HMS Pinafore? What's yeah. It? yeah. Is, it, is that the name Pinafore. of the, is that the name of the, the, the musical? Is it Pinafore? <laughs> You're asking the wrong dude. Oh, I, thought, I, I meant to look it up and I forgot. <laughs> I um, think so. I've heard that. But they're, HMS, they're, they're, they're Pinafore. holding a uh, uh, tryouts for that show, which yeah. clearly not one person in the in the drama department wants to do, except right. for the, the, the teacher. The teacher. Okay, wait, which is on. a curious choice. But the funny thing, before they get there, they do have a run in with their principal. Oh gosh, who again? He is not a stereotypical 1980s movie principal. Oh my god, I fucking loved his yeah, character. He was in this movie. really, really nuanced. It was I know. not what I expected at all. Me either. Because <laughs> you think in these types of movies where like none of the adults are gonna understand like what the teens are going through. Right. But he from the jump, he yeah. when he runs into them, they're coming in late. Yeah. And he's like, get to class and he's very stern with them. But then he kinda has like the smile after they yeah. leave where he's like uh, like yeah, I, these, I get these it. are good kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're good kids. He sees what they are as opposed to just seeing them as as uh, opponents. Yeah, exactly. Um, and throughout the movie too. Throughout the movie, except f- for the one little nuance, and I, I took a note on it of by the third act, like right at the start of the third act, where they do do that 
expected thing where they give they all of a sudden he has to be the uh, antagonist so that there's somebody for Chris to fight against. But even still, as he's being antagonistic, he's not like outwardly being no no and he's he's being manipulated into it and like forced but i still i took the note and i paused the movie at that point to go do something and i was like ah it's gonna it's just gonna lean into what you expect it to do at that point and it didn't even do it i know yeah there's a lot of times in the movie where i really appreciate uh uh his the the way he interacts with his students yeah and just like ba- like how the character was written yeah he he yeah he's like there to be supportive and I but like, he all he does he's not like trying to be like the cool principal either yeah 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 you're so right he, yeah he, he seems like a real principal, principal. yeah exactly he seems like he's he knows his role but he also knows that he's there to guide students it's mm-hmm. not like so many character principal characters in movies at that time it's not like, like the principal in Back to the Future. Yeah, or Bill and Ted's, or in any John Hughes movie, right? Like, they were always, or Ferris Bueller, like, they're, I guess that is John Hughes, they're always kind of the obstacle for the the hero teenage students to get around or the best in some Mm -hmm. way. And no, he's, if anything, bending over backwards to support these kids, right? Because he's the one who presents David with the acceptance letter mm-hmm. to Juilliard, which I guess if this is an arts school, that would make better sense. Cause I was like, why wouldn't that just go to David's house? Why would it come to this, the principal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if it is a, um, a program that's driven by the, the school that you're in, that would make mm. sense that he would get the heads up ahead of time or, or some sure. kind of communication. Hey, y- yeah, please you present this to the student, let him mm-hmm. know that he got in. Um, which is, I, that was the scene, right, right? So they've established that David is like integral to everybody's lives in the movie, right? Like but he's, he's all, and he's showing through, as they're kind of like going through his day at school and stuff uh-huh. and his interactions with people, they're hinting, they're not ever like out, outright saying he is depressed. Right, but or, he always is a little bit low key on every interaction. Yeah, and... It, he, he like, but there's hints of it, you mm-hmm. know, like oh, yeah. him, like getting like overwhelmed with like the acceptance letter and yeah. stuff like that is probably like the biggest one. That's what I was about to say is that was where I was like, eh, this kid is a little, uh, I don't feel like they, he needed to practice that a little bit more. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, but uh, on measure it's okay. Right. Like yeah. he's, he's initially very like uptight and he's like thinking of a thousand reasons why it's not okay for him to get into the school. Mm-hmm. And the principal's like, dude, that's in like a year, relax. And mm-hmm. then he does the, like the quick turn of like, Oh, Oh, yeah you're right okay I, i'm actually okay and like that thing of like i don't want to talk about this anymore i revealed too much to this person in front of me i'm just going to get out of this conversation yeah exactly and, and I, I thought it was interesting too how the movie was kind of showing all these like outside sources of pressure coming in on him that yeah. were unknowing like when keon when they're at band practice later yeah. and keanu reeves is like Write the lyrics. You said you were going to do it. Yeah. Don't, don't let us down. Yeah. And he doesn't, he thinks he's being playful about it and just being like, hey, it's okay. We just, you know, because he makes that statement of like, because Chris, or no, uh, David's like, we'll just get so-and-so to come in and do it. Just get someone else. And he's like, well, anyone else will just let us down. We yeah. don't want to be let down by just anyone. We should just be let down by you. Right. Like, yeah, a, a, a playful jab and just one more little piece of pressure that he doesn't that is just building on him. And we, as the audience see these little small things building for him. Yeah. Even, even 
he's he's the pianist for the auditions for HMS Pinafore, and, and he's, he's like writing the arrangements, and writing stuff the like. arrangements. Like that's the part where I was just like, that seems like a lot of pressure for a high school, yeah, to do for an opera to have one of your students do the arrange. Like, if you're the theater arts teacher and you're obsessed with doing this opera, like presumably it's because you're the one who wants to do the arrangement and right. you're the one who's going to be uh, conducting the, mm-hmm. the the orchestra. They have a fucking orchestra <laughs> yeah. to do this show. I mean, that's bananas for that, a high that, school production. That, that was, was insane. <laughs> that was insane. And especially because then he's getting the auditions and everybody sucks because nobody wants to do it. But one actually... While they were doing the auditions, I thought it was, I actually liked and appreciated that all of the kids were, a lot of the kids were bad, yeah. but none of them were so bad that it wasn't unbelievable how bad they were. Oh yeah. Like, no, they, they were, were just, just like, they were like, they just held auditions and were like, we're going to film the auditions. Is that cool? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, they were kind of like off key or just like singing like lazily. Yeah. And I appreciated that because yeah. it was like, that seems accurate, you know, because nobody's just like. All the HMLs butterfly, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, so all of that is to build up the subtle things of how much pressure David's under. And then even that, I thought that interest, the, the relationship he had with the blonde girl that he's having sex with, that I thought that was also an interesting little side so did thing. So I, which Be- I was confused about a little bit because I wasn't, I couldn't tell what the relationship was between him and- The girlfriend character. The girlfriend character- I couldn't tell if they were actually dating. I think they were. Or if but she, they just kind of had like an unspoken thing going on. He and he the, was actually like. I don't think he was with. I think he was. It's kind of. Well, it's real in that like that's just kind of how kids people are, right? Like you yeah. have some relationships are just a little less serious than the others. Mm-hmm. But I think I think it was showing a like because the one girl who likes him mm-hmm. who is outwardly who he spends time with sort of though right because you're right they weren't really a couple either it would seem from the night that he commits suicide but i feel like he it, it was a way to show that he's emotionally disconnected from all of his friends and so right. he's even got this woman who clearly is interested in him Presumably he shows interest in, because even in that opening tracking shot, he's walking with her. Right. And just says hello to the, no, he doesn't even say hello to the blonde girl. She says hello to him. Right. And then he's sleeping with that blonde girl, Mm -hmm. but refuses, like their whole thing is like, no questions. We're not, there's no pressure, nothing. It's just sex. Mm -hmm. And she brings up, she's just talking about something, nothing to do as a relationship. She's talking about school or something. And he's like, hey, I thought we weren't going to. Yeah. And so I, I feel like that's just one more way to show that he every aspect of his life is very compartmentalized mm-hmm. and he keeps everyone at distance, right? Like mm-hmm. that girl isn't even trying to like have a relationship talk. He just doesn't want to know. He doesn't want to have anything connection. It's just just sex. Mm-hmm. Just actually a very adult relationship if you think about it. I thought it. so too. Yeah, I, I was like, that's it, oddly adult. Oddly adult. Uh, considering that even on her response, right? Like, because that's again, a, a, a lesser movie or a, a mm-hmm. more obvious movie from that period would just have her be like, well, live and forget it. And then, <laughs> yeah. but she just is also like, huh, well, that doesn't make me happy, but I want that dick. So I'm just going to, yeah, yeah. that's just it. And then even later after the suicide and the interaction with Keanu, when he's like acknowledged, like, cause they, they keep it secret obviously, yeah. but, but Keanu knows. Right. And he asks, he's like, Hey, maybe you'd want to say something at the, the, the service. 
And she's like, no, mm-hmm. that, uh, that seemed like a very adult relationship. It was like everything about these, like they always do teenagers as adults, but they do it in some weird way that doesn't ring true for either. Adult yeah. They're like or... carrying a briefcase around. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie, You're it, right. it was smart. Like back to the, the way they talk to each other, the way they interact with each other, it, it felt much more, and maybe the person who wrote it, I did, maybe we should have looked at it. Maybe that person was only 19 or 20 or something like, I mean, they seem oh, to maybe. be very dialed into the way people interact for real. So, okay, so they're building up to a party, right? Like they're going to have a party. Um, and, and and also you see David is, is every aspect of his life, he's subtly covering his bases, right? Like mm-hmm. he, he, he t- has that conversation with his little brother mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, maybe we could switch rooms for a little bit, which is just him like demonstrating that he's feeling that pressure, right? Like mm-hmm. he wants, he wants to go back to the non-pressure of being a nine-year-old or however that little kid is. Huh? Right. Um, and I thought that little kid was pretty good too. He was really good, yeah. And that <laughs> relationship between them, it, it felt like a real brother brother thing, right? They yeah, were it, felt, like, it was very sweet. It was very sweet, and they they like cared for each other and teased each other in a, in a in a realistic way. Yeah. And, uh, but like later, in another scene of practice where he like calls down to that other kid and he's like, "Hey, you should you should be the conductor of this thing, not me." And he's right. does it like a throwaway, like, "Hey, I actually think that you're pretty good at this, and I'm going to mm-hmm. give you a shot." But I, even at that moment, it's like, oh, he's like covering his bases before mm-hmm. he commits suicide, right? Yeah, like dances with his mom. <laughs> dances with, that's right. He dances with his mom and asks her if she'll come to the party, which I thought was weird. And it was also, again, not a normal, like his parents know he's going to a party being thrown by his friend, Chris, whose dad is never around. So this is going to be rager. <laughs> yeah. But his mom is like, oh yeah, you're going to take, no, you can't take me. Take so-and-so to that dance or to, yeah. the, to the party. Lauren. Lauren. Is the girl's name. And and also at the band practice when mm-hmm. he's like, it's not just him trying to like, I don't want to do it. He's like, you should write this, Chris. You should write the song. Like mm-hmm. he's pushing everything. He's trying to cover the bases so that when he steps out, it will be as minimal impact to the world as he's rationalizing mm-hmm. to himself, right? Like, yeah. Uh, and he's got that girl, he, you know, his, his, the woman that he has sex with, he's, there's no connection. So he can walk away from that. Mm-hmm. And literally the night that he kills himself, he walks away from the other girl. The other girl comes up and is playfully like, Oh, you're going on a walk. Well, maybe I'll come with you. And he just looks at her funny. And she's like, I, I, I'm not, I didn't mean like, yeah, which is weird. Cause like, yeah, it's a fucking rager and you're going to go walk off by the bluffs. Yeah take a girl with you and go fuck her, right? Like that's the whole <laughs> point of having parties like right. that. <clears throat> uh, which that was another ding on the movie. It was like, this party should be way more out of control than this. Like even, even the parties I went to as a kid, like they, they were, yeah. they were louder and more obnoxious than that. And there sure. would, should have been far more drunk people just wandering around being complete assholes. Right. But whatever, that, yeah. that's fine. They, they probably only had a night to shoot it. And they're like, yeah, this is good. Just stand here and make noises. We'll, we'll put music on right, over it yeah. later. Um, <clears throat> so then David walks down to the cliffs. Yeah. And this is like what? Like 30 minutes into the yeah, movie? Yeah, it's about exactly yeah. 35 minutes in, I think. Yeah. yeah. And he goes down to the cliffs and Keanu Reeves' character, Chris, comes down like st- and is like, gonna like hide behind he hides behind a rock yeah he's being playful being right playful. like they, they do the whole perspective i thought this was interesting well done too where they do the whole thing from his perspective like he yeah. can't oh, yeah. hear anything because it's there's just ocean more waves mm-hmm. um and i guess that's why they did that opening shot at the bluffs to show you that it's like a death 
fall, right? Yeah. Because like, there was no other reason to show that girl sitting right at that same spot writing right. or whatever, other than to show that it's a big cliff. Right. Although even in hindsight, I didn't get that. I just understood it. Like they should yeah, have yeah. had a shot that showed just how nasty that fall is. Right. Which it probably isn't. That's why they didn't show it. It just was a nice view. <laughs> right. But. So one second David's there. Yeah. Counter is behind a rock. He comes up to like surprise him and like prank him. Yeah. And David's gone. David's gone. Yeah. And I knew that he killed himself. What I didn't know, though, is that in the movie, in the context of the movie, everybody thought it was an he accident. He just fell. He well, fell. but that makes sense, right? It like does, it, which I love that. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Um, and at this point in the movie, Ashley was like, since I had not told her that he was yeah. going to kill himself, she was like, oh, this is his movie. It's like a movie about this kid going through life, and then he kills himself. Right. And Ashley was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's unexpected. It's so unexpected yeah. because- she, she, I was like, when did you, like, did you not have any inkling of that at all? She was like, when he got down to the cliffs, I was like, oh no. Oh, so she did know he killed himself. No, no, no. That was when she realized what was happening. Mm -hmm. She didn't realize. Like, no, but, but when he was gone, when he disappeared, like, you know, cause they show Keanu like goofing around and then he like ducks right. down behind a rock and then pops back up and David's gone. Did she realize that he had jumped or did she think that he had, he had just like, don't know what happened? Uh, she, I don't think she really knew what happened. Um, she just knew he was dead. Yeah, she knew he was dead, but she was like, oh my God. Yeah. Is it, and that's really perfect and, and perfect the way to show it from Keanu's perspective because then he like kind of playfully runs up like, hey, what's what's mm -hmm. going on? And then like realizes, holy fuck, there's only one place he could be and it's over the edge of this cliff. And what, as far, like from a filmmaking perspective, <sighs> what a great way to, to then signal that the movie is now going to shift yeah. to the Chris character yeah, as yeah. the central character. And he, back to the context of this podcast, he really sells that moment. Right? Oh like my God. The, the, the shift from like tentatively playful, trying to figure this out to like, oh fuck, my best friend just died. And Mm -hmm. he just falls on the ground and is screaming and crying. Like it, it's believable, dude. Oh, yeah. Like when shit like that happens, like there's, you don't, I think now because there's so much culture, like you kind of throw yourself into behaving that way. Like, so it, even if it seems false and like, Oh, Oh my friend. And he's like yeah. on his knees crying and screaming. That is what you do. Cause yeah. you just, that's just how you express yourself. Mm -hmm. And so I, 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 yeah, I took a note of like, that was really fucking powerful, dude. Yeah. I, that, I, I got choked up in that yeah. moment. Strong, and, uh, strong moment. Strong moment. Uh, so, so then David's dead and everybody thinks he just fell mm -hmm. and they put up a fence to block that section of but, the thing. But Keanu kind <laughs> of has a feeling like Keanu kind of, know, he says later Oh, that's right. Because he said when he says later that he didn't scream. He didn't scream. Yeah. So, so he noticed it. Like I think he knew right away that it couldn't. Like have just in the back of his mind. Yeah, he, I think I, you're right. I think and, they was, and they don't hit you over the head with that. Like right. he's just going along with it, just being a death. And then um, I don't remember clearly what was going on. It just just everyone's sad and they're yeah and they're planning like a a thing for for David. Well, it's like a f so they have like a funeral, but the kid the t his friends aren't happy with the service. No. Yeah, because it's all religion. It's like in a church, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it's it's not about David. It's about right. the church. Right? So they decide that they're going to do their, their own memorial for him. Yeah. And at first, Keanu Reeves is like on board with it. But then, oh, and uh, uh, the other thing to note, too, is that the principal, yeah. after David dies, comes to the the musical yeah. and oh, he tells right. the, the, 
the teacher, like Chris should take over the arrangements. Yeah, and, and they did a good job of like showing an, a, a, a pointless scene at the time of Keanu coming, sneaking in and playing the arrangements. So right. they, they, they demonstrate that he, he's, he's capable. He's, right. They're not just like, just put this other guy in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's got talent. Like yeah. he plays guitar well, but he just doesn't yeah. have the. He, <laughs> Keanu does play guitar well. Like he plays they, bass they, really well. They're too. showing him playing, playing. He's playing, playing in those scenes. Yeah, right? like they're not. They're not. I think that's why they show them so much because they're like, yeah, this kid's functional, man. Also, too, I'm pretty sure that's his guitar. I'm pretty sure that is his guitar because the one has, that the dad hands him. No, later no, no, on no. The, the one he has at the beginning of the movie. Okay, it's like a, the like wood finish. Uh, I, I have no fucking idea. But dude. I'm pretty sure that's his guitar and the same guitar he uses in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, for real? I, I'm oh, shit. Pretty now, sure. Oh, dude, I rented it, so I'm not going to be able to go back and look. But I wish <laughs> I had paid attention. I'm, I'm pretty sure. It's like a, just like a like a wood finish, like stained finish, uh, like Fender Stratocaster. Okay, okay. I'm pretty sure that's the one he has in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's dope that um, he's doing that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like he, he <laughs> takes over the, the composition for the musical, and he's all... Like he's good for the memorial, but then he Keanu gets, Reeves gets something in the mail yeah. from David, and it's his music, and it says, "I, I wanted everything to be perfect. I couldn't do it. Like maybe you can, okay, or something along those That's lines." That's right. It, it is about it is music, and is that the song at the end? That was the part where I was like, "I is think that it's just David's the stu- song. I think or it's is the that... stuff that he was working on, like the pinafore, for the, band. the pinafore stuff." Oh yeah, okay. And the uh, and for the band, and I think it was band. both. Yeah, because that's right. Because um, they showed right before that party, they show David like f- like struggling with the music. Like he's right. writing and writing, and then he writes the note in a big chart. And he's, yeah, he's not satisfied with anything, yeah. so he just keeps starting over. But okay, yeah, um, that part was unclear. It was just like other than delivering the note to let it be known for sure that it was suicide. Right. I wasn't sure what to make of the music. You're right. I think it was for the HMS Pinafore. Yeah, and the band, and but, the band, and the great thing about it too. Is that so? Keanu Reeves <laughs> realizes that it's suicide. Yeah, uh, it confirms it for him. But he doesn't just then go and start like telling everybody right no, away. No, he doesn't he know what like, to do he, with that info. Yeah, he's just like, oh well, like, yeah, he's troubled because then there's that there a follow up scene at the bluffs where everybody's they're talking about the memorial. Yeah, and they're all hanging out again, and he's just weird and like noncommittal and just kind of angry and roll, roll, stomps away. Yeah, and you're right. That's how that would work. Is like he would sit on it and then he'd tell. And he's also angry. Yeah. Like he's mad. He's fucking mad at him. Like yeah. he's mad at David for, for killing himself. And yeah. And okay. I was going to ask, how do you feel about his being so angry? Like it felt, I wasn't sure what to make of that. Like I, I really just, liked it's just it. random anger. Well, no, so the, the one scene that I really liked that was showing his anger was the scene that he had with uh, MG Right. Where she's talking about how she's going to be writing something <laughs> about David's last days, which is a terrible idea. Yeah, I a horrible idea. That that scene, I felt like that scene might not need to be in the movie. No, but I really liked that Keanu Reeves like lashes out at her. Yeah, and is like, no, it's so it's fucking stupid. Like you, fucking it is suck. fucking stupid. It's it would make sense if she knew it was a suicide. That actually would be a better topic to do knowing that he had killed himself rather than just right. like accidentally falling off the bluff like but she doesn't at this point right at this point she doesn't know she doesn't suicide. know so, so why he, is she doing that 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 is a stupid idea it is 
<laughs> Which she, and it's not he's mad because it's a stupid idea because he knows David killed himself and so she doesn't have any idea what he was thinking. But I really I really <clears throat> liked that he like he lashes out at her and then he walks away and then he's like, Oh fuck, I yeah. fucked up. Like yeah. I shouldn't have done that and goes back to like try and help try her. And help her yeah. yeah. Which, it was it was a little wooden all around the the performance of that scene, but I you're right. I like what they were doing with yeah, the scene. Yeah, yeah. Cause I that was also where I'm like, this woman is not a good actress. Right. And I, I Maybe that's just part of it is this, he does, you know, he's he's good with whoever he's with. And if that person's good, then he's good. And if, if yeah. they're kind of wooden, he's just kind of, oh, so, gosh. Yeah. So, and he kind of, Chris starts to kind of like get more like David's, like remnants of David David's life are kind of getting like thrown more into Chris's lap. At, yeah. Like over the time, like the second half of the movie. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he eventually reveals to like David's parents and stuff that it was a suicide. Right. Um, which again, I liked his parents. David's parents were, oh my God, they were great. I loved them. So I, yeah. I really, really, yeah. w- when we get to like Keanu's big scene later, oh my God, they were, they were doing a lot of stuff in that scene that, yeah. but before, before we get there though, okay, okay. really quick, uh, <laughs> what, what ends up happening is the, like the school superintendent basically tells the principal, that they can't do the memorial. And see, that's where I was like, this is cheese. Right? Yeah. Like this is, well, we have to have some kind of something to struggle against. There's not enough struggle in this mm-hmm. movie. You know, you need it to right. make the movie interesting. But what, so what ends up happening is the principal tells them that he can't do it. But again, really enjoying the, like what, how the principal character is yeah. written, like yeah. the way he and Keanu Reeves' character, Chris, interact when he tells the students that they can't have their memorial. Yeah. And Keanu is like, that's bullshit. Like you said, you could do it. You said you were going to help us. Yeah. And the principal is like, talk to me in my office. Like, right. You can't talk to me like, like that. Oh, that's right. Because he does that in front of everybody. Yeah. And yet, no, you're right. And he pulls him into his office and the same thing. He's not, he's stern. He's not antagonistic. No, he's just like, hey, I recognize that I told you we could do it, but we can't do it. And he just leaves it at that. He's yeah. like, he's not presenting it. He's not even trying to be antagonistic with Keanu. Right. And then, so when Keanu throws, throws a book through the window, right? Mm-hmm. That was, I, I liked it. It was believable because he's like, well, now you have to be suspended. Like, you don't get to behave like that. Right, exactly. Yeah, it was like, you clear, you stepped over the line. I want it, like, I brought you in here <laughs> so we could talk about it. Yeah. And you stepped over the line, so you're gone. Yeah. Uh, I, I love. <laughs> I did like that. I, I my, uh, my thought on that was like, I wish that when he brought him into the office, the principal would have been like, hey, I, I can't. Like, I think I he does say that. I think he does say something like, this is from the top. Right, but like I was looking for him to be, especially because he had already been presented as such a f- um, friendly. Mm-hmm. Like I know, he wasn't. He was never crossing that line of like trying to be like the cool principal buddy. Right, exactly. I, I was expecting him to be like, uh, look, I can't give you the go ahead for this. So you're going to have to do this on your own kind of thing rather than like with the support of the school, which would have made sense for him to be like, I see, cause he's already shown that he is very in tune with these students. Mm-hmm. Like, so that was why he was fighting with the superintendent of like, no, I think we should still do it. Mm-hmm. I already told them we can do it. I felt like he would have said, Hey, 
I just can't support it. So you're going to have to just go do this somewhere else and you should do it. It's still a good thing. You guys need to do this. Yeah. This just came from above. They don't want to be involved. I I don't have any, I can't officially give you any uh, support. Yeah. Like that would have been a little bit more in line with but the I think character. It, I think it's kind of more like the way when it had been presented at that point. But I think when, when you're in a position of the, like that, like, mm-hmm. you know how like a lot of times parents will kind of just be like, uh, like one of the parents might just go along with something that they might not necessarily agree with. Yes. But they're trying to just like, well, yeah, but in a parenting thing, you, you, I mean, that's parenting, but, but I, th- I think it's kind of like, even like in a, like a, like a work setting, like company sure. setting, like you're not going to like undermine. No. And that's what I'm saying. Like undermining would be like, well, we're still going to fucking do it at the school. <laughs> but I mean, to be empathetic yeah. to the student in the way that he has shown himself to be, I expected him to be like, so you're going to have to just do this on your own somewhere else yeah. and not use officially use school resources. So that was where he was so cut and dry about it. That was where I felt like that was a, a, a rewrite where they're like, well, we got to get this moving along. We got to give yeah. him something to fight against. There's yeah. got to be something because at the end it, it, it pays off. Honestly, I felt that it really paid off oh, to yeah. have them, um, soup, you know, take over the the performance that right. the whole show has been building up about, uh, in the way that they did. But, right. you, but yeah, other than that little, yeah. like it just I, yeah. felt like a, a shorthand to get them to where they're trying to yeah. get. Right. I, like, yeah. Keanu Reeves needs to kind of have like his, <clears throat> you know, someone yeah, third gotta, act yeah, yeah. conflict, you know? So exactly. That's exactly what it was. It's like, okay. And rather than get rid of the principal, they'll just have him be a little counter to his character so far for a brief time. Cause then he just, he comes right back to being like the same, like mm-hmm. thoughtful person who sees the student, not just the behavior. Right. And, uh, um, and so, so Keanu gets kicked out of, kicked out of school. <laughs> he go he gets in his car and he starts, uh, he starts drinking. He's driving around. Oh and then, my God. uh, there's a really good scene of David's younger brother. Yeah. Like, what was going on with that? He's like smashing the room up all of a sudden. I think it's just because for the he's same angry. thing, he's angry. Yeah, he's just like because at this point, his the family knows that David killed himself. Yeah, and they're sad. I mean, they're, they're sad fun, and they're, angry they're and just dealing with everything. And uh, but then the kid starts to like leave out of the house. Yeah, what was the kid doing? Like it's I, the I middle of the was, night, right? Uh, yeah, or I think it's he nighttime. was like running away or something, maybe. Um, or was he going to throw something in the trash? Like, is that what the oh, connection maybe. was? Because he was breaking shit in the room and then... Oh, yeah. I think you're right. And then he's going sense. outside. I, I, whatever. Whatever the action is. He's out in the street. He's out in the street when David comes careening Chris. down the road. Or Chris, sorry. And they've already demonstrated that he drives like a fucking lunatic. Mm-hmm. And so now he's driving drunk like a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Uh, almost hits the kid. Almost hits the kid, yeah. And David's parents come out and... So okay, yeah. This is my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah, holy um, shit! This was re- oh my god. And I'm getting choked up thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, there's a couple things that I, I wrote them down because they're um, my. <laughs> there's a couple things that I think illustrate the characterization of the parents. Yeah, because so the first thing they do uh, when they come out, the mom grabs the, the son uh-huh. and like grabs if the, uh, so the first thing that happens is Keanu comes out of the car and starts saying, I'm sorry to yeah. the little kid, which yeah. I thought was very touching Yeah, because it's like, Oh, he's not an asshole. He's not trying to like, he's not trying to do anything wrong. No, he gets out, he's realizes immediately. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The mom comes out and is like, give me my baby. Yeah. Uh, are you okay? And then the, the, the thing about the dad that I love is that he goes over to the mom, asks if the kid's okay. Yeah. And then the first thing he says to Chris is, 
Chris, are you okay? Yeah, are you okay? Yeah, like he's, they're real people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're real people. And then he's like, oh shit, you're drunk. And then like. And, and reasonably gets fucking angry because yeah, he's like, you just almost ran into my kid because you're driving drunk, you, you piece of shit. Yeah, you stupid reckless. Yeah. And then. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, this was so smart. Yeah, Keanu has like maybe the <laughs> the oh, best shit. scene in his like entire career. Yeah. Where he starts saying, like all of the things he's been feeling just start to like come out and he's like, uh, I should have known. Yeah. I could have stopped him. Like all the And he things. just grabs onto David's dad yeah. and just starts hugging him. Like which yeah. again, he's they've already demonstrated he has no emotional connection with his own father. So right. he is truly alone. <laughs> and this and and the dad just embraces him, right? Like it's so, and so it's moving. Slow, it's like a slow oh, embrace Jesus where Christ. he like yeah. his face is like shocked of like what he's hearing. And, but you like slowly see him like through like yeah. the f- changes on his face and like the way he slowly starts to hug Chris back that yeah. he's like, oh, I understand what's happening here. Like, yeah, it's not just he's a drunken idiot. Yeah. He's like, he's falling apart. Yeah, he's oh, struggling with it. It's so well done. And, and even it. like the it, mom, yeah. the mom is sitting there holding her son. Yeah. And even like she gives like a knowing, like empathetic glance yeah. over at Keanu, like, oh, I see what well, is happening as well. It, well, because like, there's no way they don't know his story, right? Like, right. for whatever reason, his mom's not. I don't know if they ever mentioned she's dead or what, but they they have to know that this kid basically is on his own all the time. So, yeah, that would be a moment where they're like, oh, God, our son's friend. Like, he loved our son also. And yeah, and he's hurting also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he has was, nobody around and to he has show nobody, him. Yeah. Yeah, how to behave or like how to deal with it or like guide him through it. That scene is so much more than this movie, right? Like (laughs) the the movie, it's such an interesting thing to have such a powerful moment in a movie like that. The movie's good, but like this is a slice of something much, much bigger. There's there's just a lot going on and it's all done. It's done well. It's done so well. Like there isn't a moment in that scene where you're like, ugh, they really, Mm -hmm. oh man, they missed the mark. Like they hit it. Oh yeah. That was really good. Yeah. And yeah, like you see his parents kind of like be like, like, this is how I'm like, this is how I feel as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? And like, it, and it, 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 they kind of take him in then, right? Like, and mm-hmm. they don't hit you over the head with that. And as an, as a, a filmmaker or as an audience, you're not like, Oh, okay. So now he's like a, a, a de facto member of the family. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that silly, but at the no, same but like time, the dad like gives him his guitar. He gives it later. He comes and he feels comfortable enough to be like, Hey, my dad took my guitar. I, I, I need it. I need it. Well, and I kind of just figured he was going to go get music and shit from David's room. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting that then the dad gives him his own old guitar that he hasn't played in a long time. Because well, but not David have a guitar? I mean, no, I feel but like I David should think, have a guitar. But I think that's better. It is better. You're right. I was just assuming that's what was right. going to happen. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, just going to yeah. let him go in and ransack David's room. But. Yeah. But it wasn't, yeah. It I, wasn't. I, I thought it was better that he was like, yeah. this is my old guitar that I haven't played in a long time. Yeah. You play it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to give you David's guitar, yeah. but take and, this guitar. And maybe he was holding that off to give David at some special point in the future. Yeah. For him. I mean, mm-hmm. and they don't have to tell you any of that. It the just... mom lets him practice in their garage when they get kicked <laughs> out of their like warehouse <laughs> practice space. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dad goes to which, talk to the principal. I, again, now, uh, why wouldn't you just practice at Keanu's house, which is clearly out in the middle of nowhere by the bluffs and With his no dad's parents. never around? Yeah, I, I mean, it's like, that's very sweet, but... 
he has an entirely open house, yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> just go there. <laughs> you guys could record here as well. Yeah, you could just do all the shit here. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was, I thought I had the same thought too, but it is, I mean, yeah. Um, and then I really liked the interaction between David's dad and the principal when the prin- when David's oh, dad goes right. to be like, can we let him, let yeah, him come back? And the principal's like, hey, if it was like just me and him, it would have been different, but yeah. like it was in front of the whole Yeah, class. it was in front of the whole, and he's like, He's like, yeah, but he's got a whatever. He's got an opportunity or whatever. And he's like, yeah, but he also has to learn that you don't get to respond to things by throwing a book through a window. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was a really, like, at that moment, I was like, yeah, that's no shit. Like, that's kind of like, as an adult, as a parent, you're like, hey, I feel for you, but you did this, so you have to have consequences. Yeah. As much as I am on your side, this has to be acknowledged and dealt with. And the fact and it was that, like, sure. And was, David's dad was like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get he it. Was like, I yeah. had like, I had to see what I could do, but I get it. Yeah. And then, and so they don't let it. That's right. Cause then he doesn't get to be, uh, does he still get to finish with the music? I can't remember. Now. He does. So he does. Cause he, he finishes he it there. all. And then he comes and brings it back to the principal and the principal is like, Oh, that's right. He finishes it on his own and then brings it to him as a, as a, uh, kind of a condolence of just like, Hey, I know I fucked up, but mm-hmm. here's the music. You still were relying on me this. I'm still going to give this. F- right, I, I don't yeah. want you to think I, or whatever. I'm, I'm going to still fulfill my responsibilities, even though I'm kicked out. Mm-hmm. And that's when the principal does say, Hey, you can come back. But you got to toe the line. Got to toe the line. Yeah. And, and then and that was a thoughtful, I liked that interaction too. I loved when Keanu was like, I egged your house when I was a sophomore. <laughs> and he says like, I'm, I'm like, uh, apologizing. And the principal's like, I'm, uh, like accepting. <laughs> I really liked that. Uh, it was also a curious thing of like, yeah, you don't need to, don't, don't. Well. <laughs> um, and then we get to, so, um, and then the big final scene, the, the big final scene, yeah. the musicals going on. Keanu Reeves and his band decide that they're going to record David's song. Oh, so Keanu Reeves, that song. Keanu Reeves finishes it. But when, <laughs> when they, when, Lo- why would they buy studio time exactly overlapping when I the know, performance of the school show is, <laughs> well, they got, cause they got it at a discounted rate. Oh, because so, it, it, well, is this going to be, um, is this going to be emotionally and, uh, difficult for you to do this at this exact moment? Okay, then it'll be cheaper. I would just want to see how you handle that. Uh, so the musical is going on. Everybody's there. Like the, everybody's there. Everybody every character there. in the movie, yeah. every parent of every mm-hmm. character in the movie, like that, that, that part I'm like, why the, is everybody at this fucking there, high school production yeah. of HMS Pinafore? There is one, one thing in particular about this scene that I, I'm not sure if like other people would necessarily appreciate as much as I do but I, I I'll get to it but um she so Keanu comes and basically like tells the Lauren girlfriend character oh, yeah. to be like do it like just bring it do your this you're gonna do your solo oh but do first it. she brings him back the music like how did she get the the lyrics somehow she wound up with the lyrics in her pocket and so she was able, because that's the only explanation for why she knows the song, right? Is not only has yeah, she, I don't know, because she just saw it on a piece of paper and handed it back to David and, or to Chris and was like, it, I think she even says, is like, is this your song? And he's, no, this was David's song. Oh, right, right, right. But wait a minute. David hadn't finished the song. So it no, was he, Chris he, he, writing it. He had written a portion of it because when they're when they're playing together, like the verse, Keanu Reeves is just going like da 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 da, like humming oh. a melody, and then David had written the chorus. Okay, so the chorus was by David, and Chris filled in the rest of it. Yes, um, and David had written all the music. Okay, 
That so part I wasn't 100% sure on. So I'm like, why is this David's song? Is this just in homage to no, David? No, David had written the mu- David? David had written the music. Okay, which and that the makes chorus. perfect sense. Yes. And that's why they're going to record that song cuz mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's yeah. David's song. Um but again, so uh, she has seen the lyrics presumably just once. It's not like yeah, she just I mean, whatever. Hands in the future. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fine. It's movie magic shit. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but I so she's about to sing like the big pinafore solo. And I take it for granted. I, I don't know this production. At neither all. do I, yeah. but I assume that's what it is. Cause oh, it's yeah. a solo. I, and I wonder what the deeper context of that is. It's just a comical, uh, I mean, I, I glanced at it while you were peeing a minute ago. Yeah. On, I was kind of, I was wondering about that too. If there was any like, uh, meaning parallels yeah. or anything like that. I don't think it is. I, I think, think they just, just drew, drew it out of a hat. I think so. I think they were just, <laughs> they knew it was a, a, a production. Well, and they have, they do, have the students perform the one song of it to sh- like during the the movie? Yeah, there's like little clips of it and stuff. Yeah. And well, and they like, do like most of one one performance. Oh yeah, right? the, the, the I, don't I know am what. the captain of the pit of yeah. war. Which I, I, no, as that's happening, I'm just like, this is not necessary, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm fine. Yeah. I get it why they're doing it yeah, to yeah, just yeah. show that the the students were talented and they got their shit together. And like it, again, is a TV movie thing of like cobbled together out of nowhere suddenly they have an entire orchestra that's playing perfectly yeah. with that kid doing the uh, dressed up like a like a maestro a conductor a conductor <laughs> and then the, the students putting on a very elaborate like that's a very elaborate production did you ever do high school theater no dude that production would take months to get in, in oh, order, yeah. right and you generally have like five to six weeks to get a production together you cannot do that in high school unless the students are only doing that and they're already professionals right like that that's very well done oh yeah everything like you would just h- play music or you would have a hire an orchestra or wh- all of that is yeah. so or out over the like top a cardboard cutout uh, yeah. and you paint it i'm not even talking about i'm just talking about and the one thing production on the <laughs> of like getting the people at that level because it's also singing and dancing oh and yeah like, it's, it's choreographed yeah and, all of that stuff is eesh, that's a, yeah so you're right this is probably like a fame high school they probably <laughs> should have they should have sold that a little better than they did because yeah. uh uh but anyway the whole so, point is to show that the sh- the production is doing great. Yeah, this, the people are there it's to going watch off it. Without a hitch, Chris's arrangements are good. Yeah, everybody's like a big fan. Like even the the, uh, the drama instructors, <laughs> like I wasn't sure you could do it, and yeah. you came Which through. Which is a real dick thing to say to yeah. someone as the show is. Well, going he's on, kind like, of a dick. He's he like the is. one teacher, but. But not an unbelievable dick. No, he's exactly the way you would expect a fucking asshole theater arts teacher because, to be. Because he's wrangling, what, like 70 kids? Yeah. <laughs> so he's just like, everybody shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and even when they're doing the, the tryouts and Chris is like, hey, uh, I don't think anybody wants to do this. He's like, hey, you need to shut the fuck up because this care. is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah. I mean, that does happen. It's oh, just, yeah. It, it is a reasonable thing to be like, yeah, but this is an HMS pinafore, bro. <laughs> like, who gives a fuck about this show? Um, but yeah, no, he's in. So yeah, you're right. He's kind of a dick about it. He was a dick about letting him do it, you know, and the principal's like, ah, you need to give him a chance. And he's like, uh, I don't think so. Which I, <laughs> yeah. I think if, if that's how that is, right, like think about the parallel. It'd yeah. be like most movies like of this, whatever a, a high school movie it would be like the football team or or you know, the football team whatever and then yeah. the principal would be like well i think you should give so and so a shot and the 
coach would be like, yeah, I think you should just fuck off because this is my Suck team, right? Like, <laughs> you, you want to be the coach of the team? You be the coach of the team. Yeah. I'm the coach of the team. That kid is not going to be my right. star. Same thing here. Like, yeah, I, I'm just going to do the performance. I'm just going to do the arrangement <laughs> myself because this is a huge production we're going to put on, and you want me to put all my faith in this fucking burnout? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do that, okay? I see that you have some weird nice relationship with the kid I think he's a dick <laughs> yeah he fucking sucks kid. <laughs> he's a fucking asshole and just in a few uh, days he's gonna throw a, a book through your window and you're gonna realize what a fucking piece of shit this kid is um, but you're right by the way I wanna say I- I'm so glad that you and I are such on the same page with this movie with this movie yeah yeah uh, like even down to just like how we feel about like the adult characters and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because as I was watching it, I was like, "Oh shit, I really enjoy this." Me too. And so, I, in the back of my mind, I was like, "Oh god, it's gonna really suck if Dylan." <laughs> if I come in, I'm all, "Oh, the stupid." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's good." Yeah, yeah so it's I'm, gonna bum me out. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, so, no. So I'm glad I, we're on the same page. Oh, 100 percent. Okay, so here's okay. So they're doing this performance and they they're doing a good job filmmaking wise to show like all the things happening at once right like mm-hmm. david goes or it's chris goes to, to record in the studio with the band mm-hmm. and oh my god that song is really annoying dude <laughs> um but whatever it's you know it's an 80s like mm-hmm. the keyboard stuff and like that look on the bass player's face when he's recording his that part bass player's it. pants too <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh he's aware he's <laughs> Lots of pleats. <laughs> Lots of pleats. But, I mean, somehow David's able to drive in from the studio. Uh, Chris. I'm so, Fuck, I keep calling it. Whatever. David and Chris. Chris from the studio and get to the back to the high school in time, you know, before the show is even over. He's, mm-hmm. He gets there before, like, the final act or whatever, mm-hmm. which is weird because he has to drive all the way from L.A. up to Portland. But <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> to the Oregon coast. Uh, and but, he convinces uh, <clears throat> the Lauren character to sing David's song. No, she decides to do that all on her own. No, 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 no. He is just giving her support. He's just like, you can do this. Oh, I thought he was she, like subtly hinting like, no. he says something like, you can really blow him away or something like that. No, I, he's, okay. no, no, no. That's what I'm saying is she just handed him the thing earlier, just kind of incidentally and just like, oh, hey, you, thank you oh. for letting me look at this. No, they didn't have some plan. No, all of that was just her off the cuff. Like he's just oh, there for support because okay. he did the music arrangements. Great. Okay, that's better. Right? Because then he's <laughs> wandering around the back, and that gives him the excuse to be wandering around the backstage sure. and like seeing the mm-hmm. people, like the 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 conductor kids all Ugh. like I didn't I didn't I'm quite, a conductor. <laughs> I didn't quite follow like because David had shown the kid to like quit combing his hair and put grease in it, and like I, yeah, I, there was some messaging there that I went over my head. I don't know if that was something that. I don't know. Did you see something important there? Like, I was just like, why is this kid significant? Maybe that scene got cut out where there was some uh, interaction between David and him. Yeah. I think it was just to show that, like, David was cool to the uncool kid. Okay. You know? <laughs> okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and, like, helped elevate him. Because, you know, being the conductor of that thing, that, that yeah. takes some, some moxie, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and yeah, so he has a moment with Keanu backstage. And then, and again, yeah, he says to, to, to Lauren, he's like, you know, you're going to, I think because he knew she was nervous about singing, right? Because he mm-hmm. was there for her tryout, Audition, and yeah. she was she was nervous. So I, I, he was just like telling her, "Hey, you, you got this. This is your okay. big solo," and she's just supposed to go out. Yeah, and, I like that. And maybe as an audience, the expectation is that we know HMS Pinafore, and this is like the big, I don't know, moment of the the show. I mean, it mm-hmm. apparently is the last part of the show because nothing else happens after <laughs> her singing. But maybe everybody was just like, <laughs> "Hey, we're not going to do the rest of the show." Which <laughs> 
when she okay so she steps out to do her big solo they start playing the music they start playing the music and she because yeah she she pauses and looks over at Keanu and doesn't start singing mm-hmm. and she like waves off the orchestra like yeah well but then they start again right like so she misses the break in mm-hmm. and that's where like there's like oh like she's nervous right she's choking she's choking and but then they start it back up and then then she waves it off and like kind of looks over at Chris over at Keanu and then starts doing an acapella version of that song. Well, and, but what does she say right before? She says, this is for us. This is for which us. Which I oh, so... <laughs> that hit so me too. Beautiful. I did. I, it was great. Yeah. I was I was it, like... It moved me so much. And then she sings and she's great. And she mm-hmm. sings the song beautifully, which again, I'm like, but she just saw it written on a paper. Why does she know that? I guess they presumably had been practicing the, the, mm-hmm. the tune. So she knew the tune. But... Acapella sings the song, the which makes it? the song good. It like, does. No, it's the best rendition because then they wind up replaying that song at least eleven more times in the next four <laughs> minutes of the movie, <laughs> for sure. But it is definitely the best version of it. Like it's it's beautiful and mm-hmm. it's so like I was legitimately crying. Oh yeah, that. me too. And it was just like oh my god. And yeah, like, I was weeping. I was too. Open. I'm gonna start weeping now, thinking back on it. Uh, Cause it's just, cause she just does it right. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it was supposed to be a plan. I think she just in that moment is like, no, we, <laughs> we've David lost our touched all of our lives. Let's honor this. And yeah. And because the superintendent's okay. reasoning for not letting him do the memorial was right. because he didn't want to canonize him as like a hero a or hero, like a right. poster boy for suicide. Yeah. Which isn't an unreasonable thing. It, right. it, it seems unreasonable that he would put the kibosh on a school, I mean, the kid was still a very popular kid in school. Like, I feel like even at the superintendent level, he should have been like, eh, let's just let him do it off campus and make it an unofficial school thing. Yeah. Obviously, these kids need some closure. Like, right. he was the fucking dipshit bad guy. And, right. like, he stands up and he's like, oh, they have the scene in the play, like, because yeah. they're going to end the movie right now. So they have to do this in the, in mm-hmm. the, in the, uh, production hall like the principals there and because why would the fucking superintendent of schools be <laughs> at this production of HM you could just come down it's gonna be a great HMS pinafore I'll be, I'll be there yeah I mean but he's like chastises the principal of like obviously this woman is just doing this off the top of her head mm-hmm. right like there is clearly no co- uh, like she didn't coordinate with anybody to do this so right. the, the guy turns around and hassles the principal for like, and the I, I like, told you not to do this. And he's like, I, I, and I, what does he say? He's like, I something along the lines of, uh, I was listening to you before, but I'm not listening, I'm not listening to you now. Right. Which is nice. And it shows that like, he's on the quote unquote right side and all this. Yeah. <clears throat> he could also just be like, I got nothing to do with this. You, <laughs> she's, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not in charge of her brain. I can just, yeah, but I told them not to do it. Yeah. And now they're doing it. But it, it was a nice moment just to see the principal, yeah. like tell him off. To well, be like, and, and make it clear that he's not going to punish her for yeah, this. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, yeah. um, and then, and then they show the, the theater teacher, like in the back, like, kind of a, a that tear was the, running that down was his the cheek. thing that was the moment for me really where, yeah the seeing the drama instructor's reaction made you made you the, that that's was where, where you that was up. what really got me because i was uh, like tearing up and then when i saw him because he the whole time had yeah. been like yeah, yeah very emotionless and like really um yeah stern stern and yeah. like um not really caring about like what the kids are going through at all right and that actor does such a good job yeah of being like of really expressing the fact that he's like this I like I now it's kind of like the same thing of like the parents yeah and the drunk like the Keanu's drunken moment where they're yeah. like so they show that they like oh 
now I, I see. I see it. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. And it's you, like his facial expressions and like the amount of crying that he's doing where he's yeah. not like weeping or anything, but yeah, he's just, just like a tear running down his face. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is getting through to him. It, yeah, it has yeah. it has broken through, <laughs> which is also significant because this is ruining this major production that he's put on. Exactly. And it's basically ruining it, but yeah. he's just tearing up and and responding to and the accepting it in and the like, moment. He's, yeah. yeah, and and everybody in the the audience is like captivated. Yeah, quiet. And then when she finishes the 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 conductor kid is the one who starts the slow clap or the clap clap. I guess they don't do a slow clap. They don't do a slow clap, yeah. which I actually appreciate. I mean too. <laughs> and, I think and, the, the, and the slow principal. clap was was a creation of making fun of those movies. I don't remember yeah. that actually being a thing. I think like Bender and Breakfast Club does it once as he's being sarcastic. Yeah. I don't think it ever existed anywhere. I, I'd be interested to see. <laughs> um, but the, the, the principal is the first to stand up too. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the standing ovation. Yeah, yeah and it's just a really... It's very moving. Yeah, it was such a a very moving Because then the, the, ep, the epilogue is them all sitting out at the bluffs again, mm-hmm. just kind of hanging out, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, before before we kind of wrap up, there was one thing too okay. that I really that I forgot to mention. That another one of my favorite scenes uh-huh. was before Keanu has like his drunk his drunken like <laughs> breakdown moment or breakthrough <laughs> moment, I would say even. <laughs> Um, <laughs> his drunken break. There's a point. There's a part where him and Lauren are at the cliff. Uh-huh. That's oh, been gated I was off. just thinking that as well. Yeah, and I love when Lauren is like, "Do you ever think about, you know?" Oh, yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. "No, never." Yeah. Um, even though I, you kind of get the feeling that he does. Of course. Well, he's a teenager. Every right. teenager thinks about it. And so, but so, but I really love what he says, where he's like, um, <laughs> he's like, "It's gonna happen to me eventually, so oh, I'm right. not gonna give it." Yeah, right, right. I'm not right. going to help speed up the process. Like yeah. it's going to do what it's going to do on its own without any help from me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then but I love that she's like, "Oh, I thought we all kind of thought about it." Yeah. No, that's true. That that was again back to the intelligent writing of this movie of uh, it's how I mean, it that's not unlike how people would actually talk about that. And and yeah. treating those people, treating the students, the teenagers with a reasonable amount of respect, right? Like mm-hmm. that is the kind of conversation you would have about that at that age, right? Like it's not, Absolutely. it's not unreasonable that they would have deep thoughts about suicide and about death and mortality. And, mm-hmm. and it, it trusts, I don't, I want to be confused say, by it. Yeah. And I want to say it trusts us as an audience, but I don't, I don't even know that it thinks about it. It's right. It's like, this is just what people, this is how people are. Yeah. It, it's it, this movie. It is a shame that this movie is not more popular. I fucking no. I I so especially seeing this in the context of River's Edge. I would say that this movie is almost like the antithesis of River's Edge, yeah. where River's Edge is about d- teenagers dealing with death, but in like a very nihilistic, apathetic way. Surreal too. Surreal, yeah. And this movie is like incredibly like compassionate towards all the characters yeah. and like very empathetic towards all of them. And, and it's not everybody's clearly going to live their life, right? Like yeah. it, 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 it's realistic. It's mm-hmm. just like, this is something that happened and now our lives are going to move on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's bizarre, but seeing huh. it in the context of, of that movie, it's crazy that that was the one that kind of hit with people. Well, again, it's going back to the star power, right? Right. Like right. this was just Keanu who at that point was enough to get like on the cover of the, you know the 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 poster and all mm-hmm. that, but he's still just somebody you c- 
kind of you're like at that point you're like oh yeah that guy mm-hmm. that guy I remember that guy right maybe like he's not yeah that's it maybe that, even it, not that's the top mm-hmm. that's all I mean is like oh yeah I saw that other and you know River's Edge wasn't like a blockbuster film it was no. like I saw that other kind of indie film that I don't know if you even called it indie at that point but just you know mm-hmm. low budget like that wasn't a mainstream movie and this kid's in this too oh yeah this kid I can give my eye on this kid yeah <clears throat> um I yeah I. I'd never heard of this movie before. No, zero, never seen nothing anything about it. No, never. and the way he's dressed after like David has died, and he's like he's he's like clomping around. He's got the big boots on with the with the, with the untied boots and the mm-hmm. the um, flannel and the headband. The uh, wearing the um, bandana like that. Oh yeah, dude, that is exactly exactly how we dressed. I, like seeing it, I was like, oh shit, this is exactly right this isn't like it wasn't over the top 80s no no it i I, literally that outfit is how my friends and i dressed like Mm -hmm. flannel kind of loose fitting you know i didn't wear boots like that but the the fucking you might as well have yeah but (laughs) i i wasn't cool enough right like i knew i wouldn't look right doing it like i wasn't (laughs) tall and skinny like keanu but i would wear the headband like that fuck yeah tight up like that Uh, yeah i I actually appreciate my long hair like (laughs) flopping out the back just like keanu's was exactly i I appreciated a lot of the wardrobe in the movie it was it was spot on yeah it was spot on um i have a note here and it must be uh In that last scene, I, I'm I'm guessing you can't remember her either. MG in that last scene at the HMS Pinafore, right? Like, um, I think because they have a conversation. He's like, I, I changed my mind. I think you should do that story about like his last thoughts. Oh and yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. Nah, I, don't, I, I decided not to do that or whatever. Well, she what she says <laughs> is she um, she decided to write about her, her own, own experience. Thought. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I my note here is MG is awful. She's like the actress has never seen a movie or a TV show or anything, <laughs> right? Like her, the way she delivers that whole di- dialogue with him, I was just like, are, you're aware this isn't the practice, right? Like you gotta, <laughs> this one is rolling. They said cut, roll. They said, you know, we're burning mark, film. Roll. <laughs> that's what she just, she wasn't good enough. Like I, no. but she, I thought, she, I thought Lauren was really, the actress who played I, Lauren. I, she was in, I would say basically Dream Warriors. I, you're probably Nightmare on Elm Street. I know what it is. I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh, it's the best one. Is it? Uh, I gave Nightmare up on, on Elm Street the, Three. I gave Dream up. Warriors. Oh no, I guess I did see Nightmare on Patricia Street Patricia Arquette. That was the last one I ever saw. I it's the best gave one. Up on it after that, um, but she was in. I looked her up. She was in some other stuff. Yeah, she was in a handful of things. Yeah, I did that same thing. I'm like, I literally don't recognize any. Uh, well, the stepdad, or I'm sorry, David's dad, I recognized. Yeah, he was, he was a character actor. In yeah, a bunch yeah, of things. yeah. Recognized him. And actually, David's mom is the love interest in Clean and Sober, the most recent uh, movie, uh, 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 sobriety movie review oh, that right I'm doing on. with Kaz that we just did a couple of weeks ago. Oh, so I was nice. like, hey, it's her. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't really recognize anybody. But I do, th- I, yeah, I do think it is. Uh, that is the only reason I recognized her. Because I oh. in that movie, I was like, who the fuck is this? Why is she the main <laughs> character in this? Um or the love interest. There's a I, I I do I want people to see this movie. Yeah, like oh, 100 percent. It's no, a movie that I want. This is a to hidden watch. gem for oh, yeah. sure. This and I wonder if Keanu feels that way. Well, he probably I mean, he's done so many. I'm sure he doesn't. Spend and it was a great it was deal of time. it's only got like a 50 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's got it's, like it, I can see that I guess just because people aren't thoughtful, right? Like it's not it's not bombastically bad. Mm-hmm. It's just not great, but. But there's a lot of great parts in it. 
It is. And like those moments that we've already described, like it is, it is a, a very good movie. It, it sh- it's a shame it's not on some kind of heavy rotation, mm-hmm. like after school special kind of position. Uh, there's so much cable out there. I mean, just put it on like a Hallmark channel. Like it, it, it's got the feel that mm-hmm. it would fit on a network like that. I mean, it's it's got a good message. It's delivered well. Mm-hmm. It's done better than probably most of those movies. Those are like understood to be trash. I would actually say that it's done better than most movies dealing with suicide. Like, yeah, it deals with suicide in such a nuanced way. Yeah, you're in right. In such a like realistic way, and it's not like it's not melodramatic. It's not. It's not over it's the not, top. No. It it like I said, like the people you get the sense that they're gonna move on with their lives mm-hmm. now, right? Like, and David wasn't the way they handle the characterization yeah. of David, where he's just <laughs> like he he seemingly has it all, but there's still something yeah. that he just can't connect with in the world. Yeah, that just makes it painful for him to like go through each day. I do think had they put a B-list celebrity, even just somebody mm-hmm. a little bit more known, up and comer in that role, maybe they thought that's who that guy was. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe that they just thought that that kid was going to be, you know, Robert mm-hmm. Downey Jr. in yeah, five maybe. years or something, or even R- River Phoenix. Right? He like, certainly had the look. Yeah, I, I River Phoenix would have been dynamite. They should have had oh. River Phoenix in that. That would have been perfect. Yeah. I he mean, must have just been no, but at that point he'd already done uh the Last Crusade. Like he was he was a he was an A list celebrity at that yeah, point. Yeah, he was eighty eight. He was A list, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they couldn't afford him. Like yeah. somebody like that. Like that's the only real because mm-hmm. I think had that role been played by someone like that that could have two names up at the the marquee it probably would be like out Maybe, there like River's yeah. Edge or even Private Idaho. Like my own Private Idaho I does that movie stick out to you at all? I've never seen Being, it. That's what I mean. But are you aware of I'm, it? No, like, I'm certainly aware. Because that's like to me, that was the defining film for that era, with you know River Phoenix and Keanu Reeves. And this doesn't have like a known <laughs> entity as far as like behind the camera either, because it's yeah, not like a very true. well-known direct. That's where true. like my own private Idaho is yeah. Gus Van Sant. Exactly. You know. So pe- people go back and this was like, this was a, a woman director, right? Yeah, Marissa Silver, we should say, <clears throat> and Frank Mancuso <laughs> produced it, right? And it, um, d- didn't he also? Did he write? I, oh no, no, Frank Mancuso was the producer. So the, yeah, they put a little bit. I I mean, I, I for whatever reason that name sticks out. I don't know off the top of my head anything he's done other yeah. than I just guess that he must be somebody that. Cause to put his name at the top like that, I would assume that he's part of what even got it distributed mm-hmm. at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it just it's a, one of those things that like once was, right? Like mm-hmm. damn, this is a good movie. It's it's weird that we don't know about it. It makes me really excited that we found a gem this early on. True. Yeah. Um it makes me <laughs> It doesn't make me optimistic that we'll cons- continue to find gems. <laughs> I, uh, I I'm going to go on record right now and say It does that. it makes me optimistic. I know it does. I can <laughs> tell by the way you were saying it. <laughs> it makes me feel optimistic because uh what this is like our fourth episode right yeah yeah i think our fourth episode and to find something <laughs> like this like that, that so quickly never heard of never because the next movie considered... is bill and ted's right no what we have two more what what are you yeah. talking about yeah my friend we have um oh, let's get but there. what can be in there is parenthood before bill and ted no parenthood do you after. love how i refuse to go look at the filmography oh, it's prince of pennsylvania we have print, know, the Prince of Pennsylvania. F- it's on you. It's on YouTube, so it'll be easy to get. Um, is it going to be sped up? <laughs> and then, um, 
there is dangerous liaisons, but I think that's something we'll, we'll save for is later that, on. Is that, he's just a small or whatever. Uh, well, I've never seen it, but he's, I mean, Glenn Close, John Malkovich, Michelle Pfeiffer, Uma Thurman, and Susie Kurtz. So that would be his actual breakout movie. That makes sense. That's 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 kind of the formula, right? Like you get to be a small character in a major, major motion picture, and then you start popping up, being peppered in as a higher performers and like Jack Black in uh, Enemy of the State right you remember he's oh, yeah, in that yeah, 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 yeah. like wasn't Seth Green in that too uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah they're both in that little thing right yeah and it, it is and then like immediately within three years they're both like A-list performers right right so that's a, that that's Keanu in in Dangerous Liaisons right like well so I'm I, I am really excited about just the stretch that we have coming up because we're really gonna be getting into like the first yeah where uh, the foundation of what makes Keanu, Keanu today. Yeah. yeah. We, we've got like Bill and Ted coming up. Okay. Uh, so it's Prince of, Prince of Pennsylvania. Break. Then we're skipping dangerously isn't. So it's Pen- Prince of Pennsylvania and then De- uh, Bill and Ted's right. Yes. Okay. So okay. we're, yeah, we're, that's what I mean. We're gearing up for, for like the real heyday, <laughs> the first breakout of Keanu before yeah, he kind of like real comes breakout. back in the late nineties. And, and then again, now I, I feel like we're going to walk through all of this obviously. And it's not going to feel like as much of a comeback because it will be, walking with him through it potentially i know as an audience member it felt to me like it was a total Hi, we're recording another podcast okay. yeah <laughs> we're just wrapping up we just went a little long <laughs> how are you doing the uh uh-huh. the, the drop in yeah the ease drop okay. yeah <clears throat> i was worried about that as i was looking at the time i was like somebody's gonna start somebody oh yeah they're gonna in. see that and being like oh yeah i gotta get in there yeah um, um but yeah just uh, just to wrap up like i am i'm excited about the next little stretch of yeah, stuff this is gonna be good um anything else no, uh, Prince of Pennsylvania. As the, I've never heard of this movie. Neither this have may, I. This may be the last movie on this entire filmography that we both will be like, I don't know what this is. Uh, like, I no, think there's a couple forward, more. Are I'm there? At, there's a couple more between Parenthood and Point Break. Like, I love you to death. Tune in tomorrow. I love you to uh, death. I feel like I know that movie. He did another movie with uh, uh, Gus Van Sant. Even cowgirls get the blues that I've never seen. Oh God, I forgot about that movie. Uh, I, I, I read that book. There's yeah, there's a few here and there, but I get you know we'll we'll see as we get there. But next yeah, so next week is the Prince of Pennsylvania. Also 1988. I mean 1988 was like a huge year for Keanu Reeves. Yeah, like, night before, permanent record, Prince of Pennsylvania, and then Dangerous Liaisons. And see, then, that's what I'm saying. Is they yeah, do yeah. that? They, you get a small bit part in a major major motion picture, and then they just throw you into a bunch of other and, things. And four movies in one year yeah coming yeah, out like yeah. that's i mean that's crazy uh <laughs> and he was so young too which is even crazier but uh anyways this is the part where i realized that i'm almost 50 and i didn't do any movies so, <laughs> that's not true i guess i was in two movies but they are not on this list <laughs> any list anywhere they're not on the afi top 100 uh, and uh, well, well, they're not even on the IFI Idaho top one. Um, check out this movie if you haven't yet. <laughs> Absolutely check out Watch this movie. Watch it for sure. There's a, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, and then we'll see you. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next <laughs> week <laughs> when uh, we do Prince of Pennsylvania. Uh, it, should we play play that damn outro music? Yeah, you got to put the freaking Keanu talking about love and making movies, dude. You got to put that oh, together. Yeah. I'll, uh, you got to put that together. I will. I will. That should just be it. Oh, no, it's the wrong one. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, here we go for real. Woo. God damn it. Oh, my God. You're, here we go. Oh, Jesus. God.